Hi, and welcome to another episode of Stress Bucket Solutions. Today's episode is an episode all about mindful eating, and I'm talking with my friend and registered nutritionist, Laura Wyness. Um, Laura has done a podcast with me before. We've done uh, nutrition and mental health and the effects of how much difference nutrition makes in mental health. Uh, If you haven't heard that episode, you might want to go back to that one. It's episode number 115 on the 6th of September. So episode number 115. And uh, I spoke with Laura and we went off on a few different tangents. And actually from that interview, I got a few messages straight to me saying, oh, a mindful eating episode would be good because we touched on the subject of mindful eating, but we didn't go into too much detail. So we thought this could be a whole episode on its own, really. It's, It's such a vast subject. So I'd like you to hear Laura's nutritional knowledge on mindful eating and what you'll find is like a little bit like we did last time we really go around in circles with each other because you know often she'll talk about the mental health benefits of it as well I can see the nutritional benefits of it it's all we're all connected we're all one being at the end of the day it's you know mind and body so there's an overlap you can't cop compartmentalize your life or your your um, physicality to say right I'll do this for my brain and then I'll do this for my body it's all connected and you'll hear Laura talk about that again and again it it comes up repetitively because it is so important to know that I hope you get some tips for mindful eating if you want to try it as well and some of the resources she mentioned I will put will should be in the show notes for you as well so you can always go and look that. but I'd really recommend having a listen to Laura's podcast and looking at her course on mindful eating as well it could make a huge amount of difference and this is where I help people empty their stress bucket so they can be a little bit more present when they're doing not just eating but lots of other things but you know, sometimes that's the first easiest place we can start. We all eat, right? So it's about making sure that you can do that well, you feel in control, it helps you feel good, and you can get the comfort and nutrition that you need from food as well, uh, in a healthy way. So um, let's jump straight in with uh, Laura's episode and her opinions on mindful eating. I hope you enjoy it. Hi, Laura. Thank you so much for doing another podcast episode with me. I really appreciate it and appreciate your time. Now, this has come from you did a podcast episode with me before and we touched on this topic of mindful eating. So um, (laughs) are you ready to talk a little bit more about that today? Yeah, I am. Yeah, let's go for it. (laughs) Great. And I've actually I had a few messages from people saying, oh, yeah, can we talk about mindful eating? Uh, as well. So yeah, I think it's uh, something that people want to talk about. So could you, as uh, in your professional opinion, as a registered nutritionist, could you tell me your definition of what is mindful eating? And how do you do it? Tell us and tell us in the easiest way possible. You know, I see these terms all the time, but what's mindful eating? Yeah, sure. So mindful eating really comes from mindfulness meditation and it's all about bringing mindfulness to your food choices so um it's about being fully present during an eating experience without any judgment as well that's really important so it's just it is what it is it's about being aware of how your body feels are you enjoying the food that you're eating or dislike it or neutral and how is it making you feel so it's um i think it's really easy these days to eat mindlessly 
because there's so many distractions. So, you know, yeah. sitting down in front of the telly, eating dinner or scrolling on your phone when you're yep. having something to eat. Yeah. Eating on the go and, you know, grabbing something and, and eating it whilst you're multitasking. Yeah. And if we're distracted when we're eating, we may end up eating more past the point of satisfying our hunger. And so mindful eating really just helps us be more aware of our thoughts, our feelings, our physical sensations when we eat and helps us connect with our own body signals about how food is making us feel and about our hunger and satiety without that judgment because food, every food can play a part in a healthy and balanced diet so you shouldn't judge or punish yourself for eating certain foods it all has a, a place in a healthy and balanced diet. Yeah. Yeah. And I do know that about you, Laura, you know, we've been out for coffee and cake plenty of times and, you know, you, you always partake in a bit of cake with me and, you know, there's no judgment there from you as a nutritionist. So, and that's why I love the work that you do. It's all about real food uh, Mm -hmm. as well. So you, you were touching there on, you know, eating that food and you spoke about like taste and what it looks like. Would I be right in saying you kind of got to engage all your senses Yes, absolutely. I mean, we've got lots of senses and taste buds for a reason. So absolutely, um, definitely engage all the different taste buds when you're eating food, thinking about, you know, the the different flavours. But I mean, not just that, starting off with, you know, what it looks like and uh, how it smells and even how it sounds. So some foods are crunchy and some foods are not. So mm. um, thinking about that and the, the flavours, we've got you know, salt and sweet and bitter and sour and what's the other one uh savory kind yeah. of all all the different flavors and combinations and just thinking about you know do you like these different combinations that you're having or, or not or what is it you like about it um yeah. and it's almost thinking about a, a food as you're describing the food to somebody else who who's not there or, or describing it to an alien that's never seen this food before yeah. it's kind of thinking about it in that way that's an inter- interesting way of looking at it. I know there's there's even some tastes you can't describe. I don't know. You know, you talked about sweet, savory, uh, yeah. etc. But I think it, especially in some Indian foods that I eat. So there's a, a food or a dish, a street food called chaat. And when you have chaat, yeah. it's it's hot and cold. It's it's going to sound strange. It's hot and cold. It's sweet and sour. It's chilly, and it's you know it's. And is there another flavor called umami? Am I right umami, in saying I've heard yeah. of that? Yeah, it's a kind, that of kind of savory kind of yeah, um, yeah. You get kind of from mushrooms or yeah, more savory. Yes, like cheese flavor. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, so you know, there's just some flavors and textures you can't describe, mm-hmm. but it's still just about enjoying it, isn't it? When you're mindful of that. Absolutely, yeah. And that's one of the the key principles of mindful eating to help you know, build a healthier relationship with food and help and help yourself to enjoy food more. Yeah. That's what I was going to come to really. Like, why should we be doing this from your point of view? So it is that getting that engagement and that focus, I guess, as well. Like you said, all those distractions. Yeah, absolutely. And I think your eating experience and how you feel eating different foods is unique to you. So mindful eating can help you discover the way of eating that feels best for you as an individual. So it's about finding your own personalized way of eating that works best for you. And evidence does show that mindful eating can help regulate your appetite and can help with digestion. It can help you make healthier food choices and, and as I say, make eating much more enjoyable. 
um, as an experience. And there have been some studies that show that mindful eating might help address the more kind of emotional eating and help manage binge eating uh, and basically just encourage a much healthier relationship with food. Mm-hmm. Great. So I've heard another term and I was wondering if you could help me tell the difference between them. What's the difference between mindful eating and I've heard of intuitive eating? Is, is it the yeah. same thing or is it something different? Yeah, they are, I mean, they are very similar. I'd say mindful eating is more of a tool uh, in your kind of toolbox to kind of better understand your body and food preferences and help you kind of discover what works best for you as an individual. Intuitive eating is more of a broader framework that includes mindful eating, um, but intuitive eating is kind of a wider philosophy or way of thinking. It's made up of 10 different principles and these include things like rejecting the diet mentality. Um, It includes respecting your body shape and size. Um, It includes doing physical activity to feel good um, so not not necessarily just counting your steps or calories burnt. So ditch the tracking devices, um, and also ditching any kind of associated feelings that you put um, alongside food. So um, often we comfort eat and attach emotion to food, but it's useful to find comfort from non-food solutions like reading a good book or going out for a walk or meeting up with a friend um, and other principles like you know practicing self-care being kind on yourself and and making peace with food so there's a number of different principles so it's a kind of a wider um, approach it's a non-diet approach uh, so if you've been doing lots of diets in the past and none of them has been working then adopting a more intuitive eating approach with mindful eating can help you as I say connect more with the food Uh, that you're eating and what your body is signaling it needs and it helps you focus more on health rather than weight even though weight loss might be a goal it's always good to focus on um, or not focus on that but focus on health in general Mm -hmm. Uh, and that comes on to how I help people you know lose weight so people come to me and say you know I want to lose weight but the underlying thing is stress and so they're not eating yeah. well. And you, I, I often say, you know, everybody knows fruit and veg are good. Junk food is bad. But yeah. why are we still eating it? We, we don't need to be educated more than that. But it's this emotional response we have when we, like you said, emotionally eat, emotionally eat binge eat, comfort eat. And we're not being mindful of what we are putting into our body. And mm-hmm. that's where we've got to, first of all, reduce anxiety, empty the stress bucket, improve self-esteem and confidence. So people feel you can do it. And it is tuning into your body, isn't it? Those signals of feeling full and feeling actually hungry, that you're not just emotionally hungry, you're hungry from your stomach, like you need yeah. food. So yeah. the mental health benefits in, in mindful eating are huge. And one of the you touched on it earlier it's about being present Mm -hmm. so when I talk about the stress bucket I talk about the thought it's thoughts that fill up your stress bucket negative thoughts about the past and then you negatively forecast the future so there's a combination of all these thoughts but you're not really where you are right now which is hopefully quite a safe okay kind of place and mindful eating can bring you to that place and when you're doing that you're already limiting what goes into your stress bucket Mm -hmm. that's how I 
encompass the mental health benefits of mindful eating. Could you tell us about nutritional benefits as well in mindful eating then? So that's from my perspective. From your perspective, why do you promote it on a nutritional level? So I find one one of the first things I do or I often do with clients is ask them to fill in a food diary for a couple of days, like three days worth of food diary. And what I ask them to do as well is write down any notable comments in the one of the columns I've got in my food diary template. So things like, you know, anything they might, might feel when they're eating a meal, so felt bloated or didn't feel full or felt bored, um, you know, and that can give a really good insight to, to them and to me. Um, and then I can see from a nutritional point of view as well what they've eaten and why they might have felt like that. And then that's a good kind of starting point to help stimulate a discussion around it. Um, so, yeah, it's about, as I say, being mindful eating is about being conscious of your food choices and how the food is making you feel and uh, recognizing um, your hunger and fullness signals as well. So. Uh, you touched on kind of um, earlier that there are different types of hunger uh, that you feel so there's yeah. this true kind of stomach hunger belly mm. rumbling or feeling a bit tired or having a bit of brain fog you might be you know physically hungry but then there's the heart hunger kind of emotional eating and what I would say is head hunger which is more about what you see or what's in your environment if you've seen an advert for Domino's pizzas and suddenly yeah. want a pizza or something yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's my my <laughs> downfall definitely I'll see something on tv like oh I've got to go out and buy those crisps now yeah <laughs> yeah um so yeah so that's more of a these sensations come on quite suddenly that the head hunger uh, mm-hmm. whereas a stomach hunger will come on more gradually so there's different ways to recognize of which type of hunger you're feeling but mm-hmm. if it is a true stomach hunger if you are feeling hungry then it's really good and important to respond to that so um i explain about the kind of hunger satiety scale um if you kind of have if you get to that stage where you're feeling hungry and don't do anything about it or skip a meal then what's happening is your blood sugar is plummeting so your body then releases stress hormones and you start craving sugary foods or a quick fix because your body wants that blood sugar back up quickly because your body loves to be in balance everything works much better in balance so um so avoiding that slump in blood sugar by responding to initial hunger cues by having a snack you know a handful of nuts or having a banana or something to keep you going or having a meal a bit earlier that can help stabilize your blood sugar and avoid um potentially if you do you know uh, ignore those hunger cues then when you do eat you might feel so famished that you can just eat anything and you overeat because you're eating so quickly because you're famished and then you get way above where you should kind of for your eating beyond feeling satisfied yeah. oh yeah i've been i've been there like, <laughs> we've you all been want, there <laughs> you want to eat everything in sight and then you feel awful afterwards because you've ate yeah. too much yeah uh so it yeah it's you're quite right isn't it? it's been about mindful of that even before you're eating being mindful of the sensations you're getting in yeah. your body and your mind uh, yeah. as well. So uh, can it help with weight loss? Like if you did more mindful eating, can it help with weight loss? And if so, how? I think there are some studies, although they haven't been very good quality studies. So I think they can, but it actually kind of goes against the core principles of 
mindful eating. So using mindful eating to try to lose weight or change your body shape, it kind of goes against what they're for, really. So, but I would say, yes, it can, if you're eating more mindfully, it can help you get more connected with your feelings of hunger and fullness and being aware of how different foods make you feel and help you get a, a better balance of food. So a better balance of the macronutrients and and also the vitamins and minerals that will then help your body function better and for your mind to probably feel a lot better as well. And if your body's getting the right balance of nutrients to function and feel good, then a healthy weight usually follows on. And I always, as I say, you know, try to take the focus away from weight, even if weight loss is the goal, and instead make sure the focus on providing or getting a good balance of nutrition and food that you need as an individual. And if you're getting a good balance and all the right nutrients, then you're probably going to feel more energized, probably sleep better, probably have a better mood. Um, and that can impact your activity levels and your food choices and confidence and and therefore healthy weight probably yeah. such follows a, on. Such a knock-on effect. Yeah. Isn't it as well? So you just yeah, just the domino effect. And that's actually, you know, how again, how I help people with weight loss. It's not a, people come to me wanting to lose weight. And I'll say, no, it's about enjoying your food as well. Because if you think of a diet where either you're restricting something or looking at your calories or restricting a food group, that's also another becomes another obsession almost. So you've gone from one obsession where you feel awful because you're not losing weight. And now you found another obsession where you say, right, I'm cutting out all bread and I'm never going to see bread again. That's just yeah. another obsession uh, as well. So people was, you know, will say to me, oh, you know, uh, my life would be a lot better if I could just eat, stop eating chocolate cake, Jen. I'm just addicted to chocolate cake. So can, can you help me stop eating chocolate cake? And I'll always say, yeah, I can, but I'm not going to. Because mm -hmm. that'll then be your, all we're doing then is we will shift that obsession to something else. So obviously you're, you're eating too much chocolate cake. What I want to get you to the point is that you don't eat chocolate cake most of the time, but if someone brings in a chocolate cake to work or there's a mm -hmm. birthday celebration, you will enjoy it without guilt Absolutely, as well, yeah. that you will feel yeah. happy. You can eat that chocolate cake. And if we just, if we just say, okay, you're not going to eat chocolate cake. You know what? You'll just shift it to carrot cake or Victoria yeah. sponge. You'll find another cake. Yeah. So you, we're not getting to the root of the anxiety. So, you know, that's where, you know, I was really intrigued by this mindful eating because it's bringing in a bit of everything for us and I know you work quite holistically as well thinking of as you've just said there it's you as a whole person your mood's going to be better it's going to have a knock-on effect you're going to be motivated to exercise more and that exercise will be something you enjoy hopefully mm -hmm. you know as well so yeah yeah I'm, I'm liking this mindful eating stuff <laughs> so with can anyone do mindful eating you know, with that, with that in mind, it means from what you said, it sounds like, you know, it's probably it's suitable for lots of people. There's nothing overly complicated about it. But is there anyone who shouldn't just just so that we stay safe? Is there anyone who really shouldn't yeah. be doing that? I think I suppose like with anything, it's there are some people for whom it's not the right approach and it's not suitable for everyone. So if you have an eating disorder, mm -hmm. uh, mindful eating might not be appropriate for you to do. And that's absolutely fine. There's probably much better other alternative approaches that will help you a lot better. Um, and I always 
refer people onto the Beat website. It has mm -hmm. a really good um, source of information and support available on the Beat website for anyone with an eating disorder or any kind of disordered eating who are seeking more information. Um, so, yeah, so there are some people that it's, it's not the right approach. Right. But yeah, the, the vast majority of people, um, it can be a useful yep. practice to to include like most things taken yeah taken in moderation if you can send me afterwards that beat website i'll put it yeah. in the show notes so we'll do hopefully yeah. that if anybody wants to look at it they can look it up as well um so I, i'm sort of trying to imagine scenarios of people trying to mindfully eat so <laughs> with all those stresses in our busy modern life how can we make a start how can we get the family involved so i'm imagining a family you know they're all doing different things and they're all going to different clubs and they're maybe eating at different times and then there's netflix and video games and social media and work to contend with how can we make a small start to eat more mindfully and how can we do that as a community as families as friends together how how can we do that yeah so gosh there's lots of different ways so i would it's useful to start recognizing any mindless eating habits that you've got and to start to come up with your own solutions to change them as I know you're solution focused solution focused yeah let's get solution focused <laughs> so some examples you know if you recognize that you scroll on your phone when you're eating then put your phone in another room when you're having meals no phones at the table is one of my yeah. bugbears <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a, it's a must yeah. um or if you always eat on the sofa so sitting at a table means you've got a much better posture for digestion and can help you focus more on the food that's in front of you as well so um if possible sit at a table um i get asked a lot of questions about chewing food and how long should it take to eat a meal because mm. i do come across a lot of people who eat really quickly um normally they're the youngest child in a family <laughs> and <laughs> getting the scraps <laughs> yeah <laughs> or it's eats or you know eat quickly or there won't be anything for you type yeah. thing um and a lot of it does come from kind of our habits stem from when we're younger so mm. um yeah if you do find that you eat quickly then the 20 20 20 method can help so mm -hmm. try and uh, to chew each mouthful of food for 20 seconds have a 20 second pause between bites and around about 20 minutes to allow yourself to eat a meal roughly. So it depends on what you're eating, um, but try that and see how it works. You could do that as a family maybe. Um, yeah. And another thing as a family or, or, or by yourself as well is do just one minute of mindful eating. So that's, it's not long. It's one minute of your day. Um, to just fully focus on what you're eating no distractions and just kind of in your mind think through all the senses so how does the food look how does it smell the sound textures temperature flavors do you like it what do you like about it how would you describe it to an alien that type of thing yeah. um, and it could start a discussion after that one minute feedback to the rest of the family yeah. and often you discover things or learn things about what other people tasted that you maybe didn't know or share what you've learned and see yep. if you find out anything new. Yep. I was going to ask you actually coming, I made a note right at the beginning when you said, you know, take away all the distractions from eating. Very difficult to do when you're in a family, and you're all sitting around the table. So I know in some cultures, it's actually rude to talk while you're eating. 
Whereas, you know, I very much let's sit around the table and talk. That is sometimes my time to talk. Like with my husband, we're going to have a meal. And yes, phones will be away and, you know, there'll be no other distractions. Radio is off and everything, but it's just to talk. So would you say that's taking away from mindful eating when you're sitting having a conversation with someone while you're eating? Um, it, it can. I mean, it's not often practical to mindfully eat at all times. And I wouldn't probably recommend it, to be honest, because, yeah, you want to enjoy the food as well and chat to people and socialize food is, is a, a great tool for socializing so yeah. um don't get stressed out about having to mindfully eat 100 percent of the time it's right. just okay put it in as and when you can yeah. and a mindful moment could literally be you know a 20 seconds before you look at a menu or before you open the fridge door just thinking about you know how hungry are you is it a, a stomach hunger um what do you fancy eating what type of food what is your body signaling that it needs right now and just try and connect in with that and then yeah get on with your the rest of the day yeah, type it's of thing. just that pause isn't it that pause yeah, to say in. yeah rather than just say, right okay it's one o'clock I'm eating now you know yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have my lunch now or whatever um I remember talking to someone and they wanted to change their eating habit talking about sitting on the sofa and she always had that one place on the sofa where she sat and that's where she ate and they had the TV on. And I remember suggesting to her, just change seat, just move position, yeah. just go and sit in the other armchair. And Cause she said, well, that's how my family eats. And that's, I want to carry on. I don't want to sit on the table on my own. And I said, yeah. change, change seat. And it, she said, it just, it kind of created this thing in the brain where it's like, Oh, what's this? This is different. This is new. new. <laughs> and yeah. it jarred the brain a little bit. To maybe then start, she was a little bit, she wasn't mindlessly eating then. It was like, oh, okay, well, this is something different as mm -hmm. well. So even something as small as that could maybe jar your brain into thinking, right, I need to look at what I'm eating a little bit more. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's not, it doesn't have to be big changes, as you say. Mm. Um, and you probably, you might not find the the right solution first time or mm. seventh time, you know, yep. keep at it and, yep. and you'll, you will find something because mm. um, it is a practice to build on. It's not going to happen overnight suddenly you're this wonderful mindful eater it's <laughs> yeah. something that you know yeah. you need to build in gradually and, and practice yeah yeah uh, so any any tips to get started and in particular someone with a full stress bucket what are those easy points could you just sort of go over them so I've, I've kind of given one maybe change position uh change your seat of where you are eating change your environment a little bit so you've just got a different angle mm -hmm. a different view could you, as a nutritionist could you give us any tips on and like I said someone someone yeah. with a full stress bucket who may be feeling a little bit out of control so easy easy steps to start off with yeah I think getting into the right uh frame of mind or the right environment can be really useful so um I would say before you sit down or before you start a meal, take a, a little bit of time and do a few deep belly breaths. And I'm sure you've probably gone through this before, yeah. but it kind of, if you've been rushing around or if you're feeling quite stressed, then you're probably in that fight or flight state. And just doing a few deep belly breaths um, can help shift your body into that rest and digest state. It's almost like when, you know, some people might say grace before a meal and mm. just pause for a few moments mm. and and kind of you know slow down their breathing when they're saying grace or thinking about something so it's almost like your own um a few moments before you eat a few mm. deep belly breaths and just try and relax and then eat and that should help with digestion 
should help you enjoy the meal a bit more, might yeah. help reduce bloating after a meal um, and just hopefully slow you down as well and the, the rate at what you eat, uh, which you mm -hmm. eat. So uh, that can be really useful um, to try, especially if, yeah, if you've had a busy day and you're rushing around um, just to do a few moments doing that. Mm, that's a great tip. Yeah, because it is true, isn't it? And I know um, just taking that moment to just be thankful that you've got some food in front of you. It's that, isn't it? It's something that you are going to eat something yeah. that's good for you, you know, with everything going on in the world right now. You yeah. know, it just makes you grateful. It's that moment of gratitude. Yeah. And, say, and that's yep. actually part of mindful eating as well as thinking about the, the food story and mm. where the food came from, how it was produced, mm. who was involved in that and appreciating all the, the effort and the energy that's mm. gone into making or getting this food onto your plate. Um, so, yeah, that's that's part of mindful eating, that yeah. appreciation of food. Uh, and talking of food stories. You can plug it now. I listen to your podcast. <laughs> You've got your part. I love the food stories in your podcast, hearing oh, about from the bee farm to Craigie's farm shop and, you know, all these, yeah. the rapeseed oil, obviously, it was one of my favorites. But yeah, do you want to tell us, tell us a bit more about your podcast, Food Connection. Yes, well, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, <laughs> I do uh, Food Connections podcast because one of the things I think is, as I've been saying, is so important is getting connected more with the food that you eat um, and finding out more about yeah how food is produced, who produces it. So the podcast is all about kind of me interviewing fascinating people who are involved in producing our food or making our food or uh, preparing our food and finding out a little bit about them and what they do and how the food is produced so oh, yeah, yeah it was, it was brilliant story. yeah I, I loved it so um, yeah totally recommend your podcast as well because that's that whole story oh, behind you. food and it does make you more grateful like you know when you're just using oils you know and you're, you're cooking and you're using an oil and that it's made me stop and think like this has come from somewhere to be grateful and I know I feel this mm -hmm. about uh, rice so rice is you know to harvest rice and plant rice so my father did it in India as a young man and he's shown me the process of it is back breaking work Laura it really is yeah. like you know to harvest the rice plant the rice they plant they used to plant it by hand in water and they were always up to their knees in water wow. so it was, it was a whole process and now even if one grain of rice falls out of the pan for me I'm like no I won't waste that because that's, you know, I just think like, because I think I was probably, it's probably been drilled into me now, hasn't it? That, you know, that's hard work where that rice yeah, has come there's from. There's no food waste in your household. Oh, absolutely not. Everything's <laughs> leftovers. It'll get repurposed into something else, into a parata or a sandwich or something. Um, but yeah, so it's, it is knowing and having that appreciation of where that food came from, that somebody farmed yeah. this, somebody worked hard for this. Don't waste it uh as well so yeah a, a little grain of rice that you, before it's been cooked you know sometimes it falls out of the pan you put it in the pan it's like yeah. no right I'm, I'm getting all that up together and putting it in the pan again uh as well uh, another thing I don't know what you think of this one of my friends is uh, really great at this and she lives on, on her own but she always always sets the table so, you know, mm -hmm. I know when I eat on my own, I'm just like, oh, well, I'll just eat this now. I'm just sitting here or I'm standing here and eating it. She will set a table. She'll put out salt and pepper, a placemat, a napkin, knife and fork, you know, and occasionally she said, you know, she'll get if she's had a little bunch of flowers or something, she'll put them. But she'll set a place even just for herself. Like, because we do that when we have people around, don't we? 
mm-hmm. but we should also do it for ourselves. And I thought that was a really kind of yeah. good way of mindful eating. I, I like that actually. Yeah, it's yeah. just setting or having creating a nice, relaxed, enjoyable mm. environment to sit and yeah, yeah. eat your meal. Yeah, yeah. great so, idea. Love that. So the the meal really became an event. Yes. You know that yeah. it, that that is what I'm going to do right now. Uh, and you know, and alternatively, I've got a, a friend as well. You also, oh, I just eat over the sink because it's a job to do, and she knows it's not quite right, but it's just, mm-hmm. and she knows where that's come that comes from as well. You know, it's just a, a lot of stress and that kind of thing. Just just eating as a function, but actually, mm-hmm. we should be a little bit more, maybe a bit more ceremonial about it, shouldn't we? Uh, with yeah, our food, make it an event so you kind of consciously yeah. remember it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you've touched on this. I was just going to ask you, are there any disadvantages of mindful eating? It, because if it's not done correctly, we could make something worse. I think you talked about the the sort of um, eating disorder kind of things. Yeah. 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 I'd just be wary if, yeah, if that is the case, any uh, eating disorder, just to double check or um, seek advice from a, a mm. dietitian or, or mm. check the BEAT website because yeah. it might not yeah. be appropriate. Yeah. Great. So always good to point that out. Uh, Laura, is there anything else that you want to talk about that I've not mentioned? So you're, you're the nutritional expert. So I, like I said, I wanted to do an episode on mindful eating. And, you know, outside of this interview, I will do an intro and an outro, maybe talking about um, the mental health benefits of it. But from your point of view, is there anything else you think that you could add that maybe I haven't asked you or something I've missed that you want to add in? Um, I, I don't think so I think we've covered lots of things um it's always nice to hear feedback from people who have started trying mindful Mm. eating and often I hear back that uh people have discovered the flavor of food more and they're enjoying it more and that's what really you know makes me happy is to hear people getting enthusiastic about food or trying new recipes and um it would just try and things that they've maybe not had before um because they're kind of experimenting with different flavors and mm. or they realize the different flavors of um different ways that you you prepare foods um, mm. or different spices and and herbs and yeah. it's just about exciting your taste buds and we know that the more variety especially of plant foods in your diet the better diversity of your gut microbiome mm. and that's the key to a lot of different health benefits from you know if you've got a healthy gut microbiome and a diverse set of microbes in your gut through eating different plant foods then you're going to have a better functioning Mm. gut which leads to better sleep better management of stress better immune system all sorts so yeah it can can be so beneficial and and so you know it makes me so happy to hear feedback like that that people are enjoying food because food is much more than just nutrients and I say that as a nutritionist yeah yeah no I know you do you do as well well I'll put that out there so if you found this um, episode helpful I will say to everyone get send me a message to say yeah you're mindfully eating and you're enjoying new flavors again so yeah we'd love to hear and I'll I'll pass the messages on to you Laura as well (laughs) brilliant now let me am I right in thinking you've got a course on this I do, yes, yes, because it comes up so often in yeah. kind of one-to-one consultations. Myself and fellow registered nutritionist Lynn Burns put together an online course. It's a really short course, about 30, 40 minutes, mm-hmm. but it's just an introduction to mindful eating and the different kind of things to think about and the techniques and practical things that might be of use uh, to people to if they want to try out mindful eating. Um, so yeah, I'll Great. 
give you the yeah. details of, of send me that. the link yeah, yeah yeah oh no definitely look at I'd recommend people look into that because that's that would be a, a good way to get started and get the boost so Laura thank you so much for your time once again I think this is going to be another popular episode as well it's so it's a fascinating subject isn't it nutrition and then our conversations have come full circle don't they we you know I I start talking about nutrition you start talking about mental health there's such yeah. an overlap because we, we're it's one body yeah yeah we're yeah. one we're one whole being aren't we we're not separate we can't compartmentalize ourselves we're not separate entities the mind over here and the body over here it's all connected so thank you so much for your insights thank you so much for your knowledge always love talking to you uh, as well so uh, and like I said all the all the things you mentioned the beat website your podcast and the course I'll put it in the show notes as well okay thanks Great. very much cheers thank you enjoyed that <laughs>